It is back to school time. Happy August, everyone. Today, Angela and I are going to discuss not just back to school, but specifically our back to school woes, because not every parent jumps up and down for joy when their kids go off to school. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. My kids actually start school when this is coming out. It will be tomorrow, so next week for us recording. Uh, And I am not ready at all. Don't have anything. No supplies, no back-to-school stuff, school clothes, nothing like that yet. I am normally super prepared, and this summer just totally got away from me. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking that. I I even glanced at the school website. Like, do they have back-to-school lists yet? I mean, to be honest – our kids don't even get assigned a teacher until August 1st. So we don't even like, we don't have a specific. Well, and for the people who are just entering school, they don't even know what school their kid is going to. Right. Which is weird because in in our district, we have four elementary schools literally in a cluster. And it's kind of like a lottery system. Like they fill up one school and then they go to the next and fill up. So my daughter's going into second grade. So we have a school at least. But for the kids going into kindergarten, like they literally don't know what school they're going to yet. That's how crazy it is to know just, I don't know. Yeah. Ours is similar. My my middle schooler got her schedule last week. But my elementary school kids, they don't know who their teachers, they probably won't until next week, like right before they start school. Wow. Do you remember, I don't know about you, but this is how I remember growing up. Um, We were always so excited. We would have to walk to the school because they posted on a piece of paper. Yes. Who your teacher was. Up to the door. Yeah. You got to walk up to the door and and look at the door and then they're like, find (laughs) your name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's probably like a safety thing too. Like why would they so, post yeah. our names? <laughs> yes, they were still doing that when um, my youngest or my oldest started school. They were still posting the names on the doors. And then I think maybe first grade or second grade, they stopped doing the for safety reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So what we can say for back to school is that for the most part, a lot of kids are excited. They're excited to see their friends again. They're excited to find out who their new teacher is. But for us parents, I know that a lot of people like to do, you know, on social media, those back to school you know, the funny videos where it's uh-huh. like, sayonara, or See like, you later. I remember one last year, this parent like, had a picture of her like, jumping up and down, and then the kids were all in the background, like looking solemn. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is, is that it's not just all, yay, we're excited when your kiddos walk out the door for that new school year. 
So today we wanted to kind of tackle some of the woes and the sad parts and then the frustrating parts and the... Yes. <laughs> now, I will say up front, I am one of those parents that on one hand, I do get excited when my kids go to school. When we put my youngest kid on the bus for kindergarten, my husband and I high-fived each other. And like there was a big trash truck behind the bus and they were cracking up at us because we were so excited to finally have all of the kids in school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and um, your husband also have a tradition. We do have to, we go out to breakfast. We have a celebratory breakfast mm -hmm. the first day of school to celebrate all the kids being gone and us having the house to ourselves during the day, which is exciting. But I'll tell you what I don't like about the back to school is getting up early again, mm. because especially now my middle schooler, we have to get up at like 530 because she gets on the bus at 630. So I'm getting up at five and it's now I spent quite a few years getting up at 530. <laughs> <laughs> But I also then had a couple years where I didn't have to do that and I don't really like doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that part I don't like. <laughs> yes. Now, I was actually lucky that that my daughter just had a birthday here in July because a lot of people got her clothes. And so we really have very little back to school clothes shopping to do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we're not quite that lucky, but you know, my kids enjoy it though, which is nice. I don't have to drag them around to pick out clothes. Yeah, but and it's I not know there fun are to spend all that money that, either. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, so there's definitely positive and negative aspects to them going back to school, and it messes with your schedule. Like when mm, they go back mm. to school, it sounds really awesome. Like I'm gonna have like eight whole hours to myself it's like a whole work day but it never really works out that way yeah it's and never also, actually eight hours no and then you have all of the after school stuff that kind of picks up that messes with your schedule and it's just it can be really overwhelming especially at the beginning of the school year because you get all the paperwork coming home that you have to sign and and mm -hmm. fill out and then they start with the after school programs and it can really kind of be a little overwhelming. Yeah. So if you think your your schedule is hectic right now, you just wait till <laughs> till school starts because yeah, you're you're basically saying from the moment you pick up your kids or your kids get off the bus, you like your evening is packed because yeah. who knows what kind of homework they're gonna have and inevitably they're gonna need your help. Um we're back to yeah, like you said, after school activities and then trying mm -hmm. to fit meals around those after school activities. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. can get overwhelming pretty fast. I know that. So uh, my husband's a stay at home dad and we talked about what happens when all the kids are in school. Are you going to do any sort of work? And we decided that he could only potentially think about something part time because there's still so much to do as the stay-at-home parent because you have to, you know, pick up and drop off the kids and then be available if emergencies happen, which happened yep. a lot last year for some reason. My, my daughter would, you know, run a fever or, you know, get hurt and we'd inevitably have to go to the school. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, so we definitely still need a parent to be at home with that, you know, super flexibility. Now, I do 
have a flexible schedule as well. So when the school calls, I can certainly go as well. And I did a few times. I went and I took her, ended up taking her to the doctor as well. Um, but yeah, like for you to think, oh, it's just easy to fit in my entire full-time schedule when the kids are at school. Ooh, it doesn't quite work that way. And you're probably still going to have to do some work while the kids are at home, whether early or late. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, like, for my kids, they're actually gone for about eight hours. Mm. But, like, I don't usually have breakfast before they go. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm trying to fit in breakfast and lunch and getting ready for dinner. And it also really, if you're trying to only work when your kids are at school, it can really restrict and take some of the flexibility out of that schedule mm-hmm. because now you're restricted to the hours that your kids are gone or you're working while your kids are home and they're not home for very many hours of the day. Yeah. And you're still trying to fit in, like you said, spending time with them, but also doing the chores around the house. Like if you, Mm -hmm. so yeah, you kind of want to fit that in while they're gone, but then you have less hours to work and yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) The woes. The woes (laughs) of back to school. If you're enjoying this candid chat, You can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now, back to the show. Yeah, it sounds really exciting, especially if you're apparently... Now, I have a friend who also has a birthday or a back-to-school tradition. She goes to breakfast. They call it boohoo breakfast because she is always genuinely sad that her kids are going to school because she adores having them over the summer. She thinks it's awesome. She's always heartbroken when they go back to school. Uh, And so, you know, for her, it's a little bit more of the woes than the yays. But even if you are like me and you are kind of looking forward to your kids being out of your hair for a little bit of time during the day, there's still a lot of hardship and frustrations that can go along with that. Yeah. And then for someone like me who has um, a preschooler or, you know, a younger kid who hasn't started school yet, it's hard because not only is your personal schedule changing and that of the child going to school, our other kid's schedule is changing too because now he's the one that likes to sleep late and now we're going to have to wake him up early because Mm -hmm. we got to take your sister to school. And, you know, and nap times are kind of screwed up. Although, again, we're a little lucky that sometimes if he's in a really deep sleep, my husband will sneak out and go pick up our daughter from school and and I'll continue to work while keeping an eye on the napping child. Yeah. But um, I think our napping days are (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> very few in number now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it messes with their schedules too. So mm-hmm. if you have younger kids, now they have to adjust to something completely new when they were probably just getting the hang of the of summer, summer schedule. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand school or what's going on, depending yeah. on the age. Well, and the school age kids too, like my kids sleep in and stay up late just naturally if you let them do their thing but then school starts they got to get up early in the morning and you know the first day maybe the first two days the excitement gets them up Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then it wears off and it's a big battle to try and get their sleep schedules switched around to where they can get up in the morning oh it's the same for parents too oh yeah just just (laughs) last week 
our three-year-old did not want to sleep like at all through the whole night. So we didn't get much sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, um, some friends of ours who do not have kids were just like, oh, are you guys like like really out of it? Are you, are you okay? Do you need to go to bed early? And we're like, one day is nothing. You yeah. stack three on top of each other, then we're going to get grumpy. Yeah. Then we then we have problems. <laughs> then we yeah. have problems. One day, anybody can handle that. Yeah, <laughs> You get used to it. Yeah. And like you said, there is the, the money aspect of it as well. Like that's a lot of money to drop at one time on clothes and supplies and things like that. And even if you do get them relatively inexpensive, like I know we get pretty good deals on school supplies here, you know, our grocery stores and stuff will sell mm-hmm. packages of pencils for a dollar or whatever. Um, and the, you can always do kind of consignment shops and stuff for clothes to make things a little bit cheaper. But even doing that, it's still hundreds of dollars dropped and at one time. you have multiple kids. Like you yeah, I have multiple three. kids. Yeah. Everything gets more expensive when you multiply it by three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, for me, the thing that is frustrating is depending on when you get the list for all the other area schools as well, are the supplies sold out? Like, I know that that happened. Like, okay, it says you must have this brand of, you know, Mm -hmm. something. And I'm like, okay, well, I can only find this. So deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Backpacks are a big thing around here. Like, If you don't get in and get your kid a backpack early, they will sell out like super fast. Yeah, I don't know what it is, why every year they can't keep backpacks in stock. You'd think, I mean, this is going on eight years of my oldest trying to get a backpack every year. You'd think somebody would go maybe order more backpacks. Yeah. Well, since my daughter doesn't put a lot of wear and tear on our backpack yet, I wonder if we're going to go into year three of Anna and Elsa. (laughs) Nice. I don't know. She might want something different this year. I'll ask her. I'll give her That's the That's a tradition for us. They always get a new backpack mm. for the new school year. Yeah. So that's always – they're always very excited about that. But, yeah, you got to get in there early and get those backpacks and pencils and crayon. Like you said, you got to get this brand of pencil and this brand of crayon. and Yeah. And as a former teacher, I understand why you ask for the specific brand. Yes. <laughs> but when you're a parent and you can't find that brand – yeah. It gets really frustrating. Yeah. Something else, um, I I think we even talked about it in our back to school episode last year. You had mentioned how the kids when they get home, they're they're feeling different too. You mm-hmm. had told me to beware because for, for my daughter, she spent um kindergarten virtually. So first grade last year was her first real go to school all day experience. And you said, don't be shocked if she gets home. And my daughter's very outgoing. She wants to share all about her day. And, you know, like I said, she's very outgoing. She wants to just play. You said, don't be shocked if she gets home and just wants to go spend some alone time. Yeah. And I, it didn't happen very often last year, but I have a feeling it's going to happen this year. I feel like now that she's getting a little older she mm-hmm. is craving that. I just want to be away from my crazy three-year-old brother. I just want some yep. silence. I want to color in my notebook. I want to play with my Barbies by myself. 
I can totally see her starting to do that this year, like just needing some time when she gets home to decompress before mm-hmm. she, you know, like, m- like most people, quote unquote, most people, not us, yeah, <laughs> who, who get a com- commute. Yes. <laughs> they use that commute to decompress. And sometimes here working at home, I need to step outside for a few minutes and decompress yeah. or, um, you know, just do something to decompress before I re-enter you know, quote unquote life yes. after working. Yeah. They it's hard it for too. them, even outgoing kids, because it's not just that they are around people all day. It's that they have that really structured time all day where they're being told this is time for this. This is time for that. Mm. Plus having all of the kids, other kids around them and all of that stimulation. I've found even my outgoing extrovert kid will come home and she'll hug me and, you know, hi, I had a great day. But then she needs to go off somewhere else and and have a few minutes where she can do whatever she feels like doing for a minute and, you know, kind of decompress a little bit and have some space. And it's, you know, it takes a little getting used to if you're not expecting that, you know, kind of feels like, but I wanted to hear about your day. Yeah. I'm excited for you to be home, but oh, okay. Yeah. You okay, know what? Then. Tell me about it at dinner. Yeah. And if the kid <laughs> is one that rides the bus, they don't really get that decompression time like you would, you know, like you said, you mm-hmm. commute home. Like, because the bus is still, you have to be here in this seat with these rules, and all the kids mm-hmm. are being loud. And so the first time they get a chance to, like, Ah, take a deep breath and decompress is when they get home. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen it the other way. Sometimes kids will come home and just be absolutely wild because all mm-hmm. day they've been really good and really quiet and doing mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. And they come home and they want to do somersaults in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Just to get some of that energy out. Yeah. No, it's just stuff that we need to like prepare ourselves for mentally like as moms it's like okay it's not that our kid doesn't want to talk to us or spend time with us it's that like you said they've been so rigid all day they just need some time to decompress yeah yep it's also I have discovered a good time for some screen time if your kid is one that likes to kind of go off by themselves mm-hmm. they can kind of pick their own show uh, my kids one of my kids likes to watch she'll watch shows upside down because she's weird I love her <laughs> she'll hang upside down off of her bed and watch shows but it's a good time for a little bit of screen time because they can kind of let their brain kind of numb out a little yeah. bit and play on their game or watch a show and then feel like they're ready to re-enter the family yeah I like that Okay, so I would say your challenge this week is, you know, aside from buying school supplies and yeah. paying fees and back to school shopping <laughs> yeah. and all well, the things. Me. My kids start school tomorrow, so hopefully oh I will have done all hopefully that. Hopefully you've done all that. <laughs> my kids don't start for for at least another week, so we're good. <laughs> but um, I think your challenge this week is just to pause and reflect on how your schedule is going to adjust, what it means for you, what it means for your kids, what it means for your family as a whole, because we know expectations can run wild with your emotions. So just kind of figure out what kind of changes are going to happen and what kind of changes you can expect and maybe even plan how you're going to handle them. Like Angela said, what if your kid gets home and they just want some quiet time? Don't 
hammer them with how was your day tell me about your day what was your favorite part did someone make you cry like no yeah just let them go to their room or wherever have a few minutes to themselves and at least you have that expectation and of okay if this happens this is how i'm gonna handle it Mm -hmm. um so that's what i'd say your challenge is this week yep and i will add a bonus challenge Mm. take a minute to think about the transition to school and just acknowledge some of the hard parts And Mm -hmm. that it's not all going to be sunshine, rainbows, and Instagram posts. (laughs) That there's going to be, there's going to be some difficulty in the transition, and it's okay to be a little frustrated or a little sad about parts of it. Mm -hmm. And as always, find us on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast. Let us know how your back to school experience is going, because I'm sure we will be sharing ours. And we will chat with you again next week. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon. 